Hi, my name is Courtney Kieser and I'm a fifth year PhD student in Mechanical and Materials Engineering. Today I'm going to be giving you a brief overview of my research developing mechanically optimized vascular bypass grafts for treating patients with peripheral artery disease. Peripheral artery disease often refers to an obstruction of the femoral popliteal artery, which is your main artery in your leg, that decreases blood flow to the lower limbs. It affects 8.5 million adult Americans, which is close to roughly five times the population of Nebraska. Total annual costs for hospitalizations for patients with PAD is in excess of $21 billion per year. This high cost is attributed to a high operation and high intervention failure rate, which leads to poor treatment outcomes and a need for re-intervention. The images on the right show the femoral popliteal artery, and the two sites of PAD occlusion that are clinically seen the most are above and below the knee. PAD treatment typically involves surgically implanted conduits, called bypass grafts, that redirect the blood flow around the occluded area. The image on the far right shows the greater saphenous vein being used. Unfortunately, 20 to 45 percent of patients do not have this vein available, and its ability to stay open is very low within the first year. A synthetic graft is the next best solution, but they fail frequently, with recent evidence suggesting that this is because their high stiffness promotes kinking and tortuosity during limb flexion. My research objective was to develop a reinforced bypass graft with resistance to kinking and tortuosity by optimizing the graft's mechanical properties to mimic young healthy artery. The images on the right are CT scans of living young and old subjects that demonstrates a loss of longitudinal tension in the femoral popliteal artery that prevents kinking and tortuosity during limb flexion. The images on the right are a 2D angiogram and a 3D CT scan from patients treated with the stiff commercial PTFE bypass grafts. The black arrows are showing flow, dis flow disturbances from where the graft is kinking, and the red arrows show the graft's tortuosity. These clinical results demonstrate a need to make grafts that are resistant to kinking and tortuosity. Bypass grafts were made by electrospinning technique that uses an electric field to draw out a charged polymer solution to create a non-woven elastomeric nanofiber fabric. Between the layers, I worked on developing a polymer reinforcement material and a deposition technique that would allow for kink resistance and radial support. Mechanical properties were optimized by modulating the elastomer ratios, wall thickness, reinforcement material and pattern, and nanofiber orientation to match those of healthy human arteries. I used uniaxial tensile tests of human femoral popliteal arteries that were, generously donated, that were generously donated from Live on Nebraska to guide the fabrication process. Here I have created a database of longitudinal mechanical properties of human arteries from different age groups to understand the amount of force required to stretch the artery. As you move from left to right, the age bracket increases, and one can see from the increased slope in the curves that with age, our arteries are stiffening and requiring more force to stretch. The top left plot shows the force versus stretch characteristics of some of my better graft prototypes. The top right plot shows a commercial shows a commercial reinforced bypass graft denoted in yellow, which is stiff and requires a lot of force to stretch. Then there are my bypass grafts that are red, orange, and green that are slowly converging on being similar to a young healthy artery, which is denoted in blue. The bottom left image shows some of my prototypes and their reinforcement patterns, and the bottom right demonstrates my reinforced graft's ability to stretch longitudinally. 
To test my graft's resistance to tortuosity, I designed and 3D printed a simulated leg flexion device. On the far left, a commercial bypass graft is mounted and shows significant tortuosity when the hinge is bent. The middle panel shows my bypass graft in, without any longitudinal tension that is inherent to the femoral popliteal artery, and you can see there's mild tortuosity. On the far right panel is my bypass graft with 30% pre-stretch, and my graft is able to have minimal tortuosity compared to the middle and left panel. On the bottom image, you can see that my graft is able to resist kinking compared to the commercial graft. To take these tests one step further, I was able to test my graft's resistance to tortuosity in a perfused human cadaver model. Computerized tomography images were taken of the limbs in different postures to measure 3D deformations of the FPA with my bypass graft and a commercial PTFE graft. The results demonstrated that my graft, which is shown in green, was able to accommodate limb flexion with minimal tortuosity compared to the standard supported PTFE graft, which is shown in purple. The red arrows are pointing to locations of graft tortuosity and actually coincide very well with what is clinically seen. So in conclusion, our results suggest bypass grafts with longitudinal compliance tuned to young healthy human arteries, reduce kinking and tortuosity during limb flexion, and could potentially lead to better clinical performance for arterial repairs. And this might spark the development of a next generation vascular bypass graft. Current and future work involves compliance between human arteries and bypass grafts on a flow circuit that I designed in the bottom right, cytotoxicity testing, and future animal studies. I'd like to thank my advisor, Dr. Alexi Kaminsky, uh, my co-advisor, Dr. Jason McTaggart, and my mentor, Dr. Kaspars Maleskis, for all of their help and guidance throughout my research. And I'd also like to thank my UNMC collaborators, my UNO collaborators, and my UNL collaborators for all their help.